Hello, and welcome to Fitness Business Copywriting, the podcast for fitness professionals that want to use writing to market their businesses better so they can get more of the clients that they want. My name is Mitch Rothbart. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for about 12 years, and I've used copywriting as my main marketing channel that entire time. In each of these episodes, I'll quickly cover an aspect of copywriting you can use to help your marketing right away. And at the end of the episode and in the show notes, I'll let you know how you can reach me with any questions. In this episode, I'm really excited to welcome Hannah Hermanson. She's a copywriter, marketer, entrepreneur, coach, social media consultant, and a lot of other stuff. We're going to talk about how social media fits into your marketing plan, how to think about it, how to start and expand your social media presence, and whether you should even be using social media to sell. This is something I've seen a lot of fitness professionals get wrong. So here we go. So Hannah Hermanson is a powerful catalyst for coaches who are ready to get back into their zone of genius. As the CEO of Done For You Copywriting, she's helped coaches and health professionals take control of their marketing so it's not controlling them. Hannah's innovative approach to marketing for the coaching and private practice industries proves to be a huge asset for entrepreneurs looking to hone their branding and scale their business. Hannah's work has been featured in Forbes, Thrive Global, and the book Life Lessons in Success. So uh, thanks for being here, Hannah. Yes, it's a delight. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have you. So one thing we haven't really talked about on this podcast so much is social media. And I know you have some interesting ideas on ways people can use social media to to get themselves coaching clients. So tell me more about that. Yeah, well, if it hasn't been discussed here yet, I am honored to bring it to the table because... We're all uh, pretty familiar with it, right? It's been very amazing for me to watch when I started my business in 2016 up until now, the way that social media has driven the coaching industry in a lot of ways. And I actually started my coaching business back then without Facebook. I was like burnt out on it from college and I was like, Ugh, I don't want to, it was just kind of a mess, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I always like to start the conversation about social media around relationships, because the truth is what we are emulating on social media right now is not new. So while it feels new, even in my business, really, I've only been using it for the last four or five years to get clients. It's a reflection of some of the most ancient forms of marketing. So I just want to give that disclaimer so that I'm not here to tell you which hashtags are the secret to use or how to hack the algorithm. But knowing that if you can understand the basic principles of marketing, you can win the social media game and get clients from social media. Absolutely. So disclaimer, if you're here for hashtags, might not be... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, I mean, the hashtags and things like that are just such like sexy, shiny objects. And I see so many coaches getting really focused on that, like granular part of marketing and missing the bigger picture, which is every business is a relationship business. So we want to show up to social media and start a conversation about social media, thinking about people, not the machine or Zuckerberg or whatever. (laughs) And that approach has gotten me and hundreds of my clients 
a lot of clients from social media because we approach it as a tool to make relationships. Yeah. And I think, you know, we were focused on gym owners and that is about as much of a relationship business as you can get, you know, seeing clients and trying to relate to them that way. And I know that when you can establish a relationship with someone before they even walk in your door, that's really helpful. Yeah. I sidebar with coaches. So I live in Merida, Mexico. I'm not originally from here. I've only lived here for about a year. We moved during the pandemic, but I am a gym junkie. Like I teach spin and yoga and could just like do, I love the gym, but because of the pandemic and the language barrier and lots of excuses, it took me over a year to join a gym here. But let me tell you, how much I knew about that gym before I decided to bike 20 minutes across town to join that gym. I knew kind of what the vibe was. I saw them posting things. They gave me that like insider look that I couldn't get because of COVID restrictions. I can't just go like touring gyms like I used to. So there's so much potential to build that no like, and trust factor, which leads to business relationships, um, especially for gym owners. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've talked about that with content and how that can play into just letting people know who you are. Yeah. So you're, so what you're you're really promoting is social media is just a different way to do the same thing. Absolutely. Again, these same principles apply, apply, know, like, and trust. And I map this onto my framework, which is the three C's of winning the social media game, which is clarity, connection, and credibility. Clarity. Do they know what you do? Have you said, this is the gym for Labradoodle owners. This is the gym for Central Sacramento. This is the gym for English speakers in Merida, Mexico. I would go to all of those, right? Um, Do our people just like knowing what you do, what services you offer? Secondly, connection. Why you? Why do they feel connected to you? Is it the type of classes that really resonate with certain people? Is it your story? Is it your why? Is it something that happened to you that makes your gym so special? My best friend, uh, she lives in North Carolina and she recently moved there and was Christmas shopping. She doesn't like tea, but she wanted to like get a gift. And she's on Instagram and she's in this new area. She finds this tea account. Yeah. My best friend bought hundreds of dollars worth of tea at a place she had never even gone, but it was close <laughs> to her because of the stories they were sharing about their tea. Each tea had a certain name and they would tell you why. And they would show you behind the scenes of making the tea. And she just felt so connected. She doesn't like tea. She had never been there. She just felt so connected personally that she yeah. bought a lot of tea. Yeah. So those are things that gym owners can do to build connection. And then the last thing is credibility. And this is that trust. Like, am I going to get what I came for? Is this going to work for me? Are you legitimate? These are all questions that your potential customers are asking themselves. So give them an answer. <laughs> and yeah. we can break that down. And I have some templates for free that y'all can check out and start to build in that clarity, connection, and credibility. But that gives you some framework for starting the game, for getting yourself out there. Because so many times people are like, do they care about my dog? Should I show the 
the triceps should like, you know, and, and if you bring it back to the three C's, you'll be well on your way to a coherent social media strategy. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the gym owners I've talked to are just afraid of sales. And this is a way to, to make it not a sales conversation, but just a conversation with someone oh. that kind of knows you going into the, into the room to begin with, you know, a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Mitch, I'm all about pull marketing not push marketing. Push marketing is come in for this Labor Day sale. Yeah. You, you know, discount ends, like, you know, all this, like, and it's also kind of like bro-y. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's more of the masculine approach of like, come on and be awesome like me and do it, work harder. Yeah. But here's my woo-woo side. Okay. There's a shift in consciousness thanks to the pandemic, thanks to a lot of the ways mm-hmm. that we're working and living now, that a more inclusive, like warmer approach is what people are craving. And also, by the way, there's a lot of noisy, like fit pros right now who are using <laughs> dancing on TikTok and crazy stuff on the internet to just, you know, push and be loud. It's like loud marketing. Yeah. But these kinds of things where you can bring people in and start a conversation, Mitch, like that is the goal of social media marketing. Thank you for getting to that final C. You are spot on. Yeah. We're right along with you on that. Um, yeah. And I think that, I mean, depending on the kind of gym that you want to have, you know, I, I mean, personally in my gym, so I, you know, I, I run a gym and I'm also a copywriter. But in my gym, I don't want anyone there who doesn't want to be there. So the last thing I want to do is put stuff out that's just just to get people in the door because yeah. they're going to get into the door and they're, they're going to and they're not going to want to be there if I'm not honest about the kind of people that we that we serve and what we do. And, you know, we're not a bro kind of gym. So people if I'm given that kind of marketing and that's not what we're doing, what mm-hmm. good is that? Yeah. Yeah. So here's where gym owners can start. First of all, go get my templates. They're free. Secondly, think about the things that you say the most, like on the floor. Are you the type of person who's like, don't stop, keep pushing? Or are you the (laughs) type that's like, everyone's doing great, like do this together, work as a team, or, you know, think about those things that are just said in your gym a lot and start to collect those. Those can become coined phrases, you know, in our copywriter speak, but they can also start to help you hone your brand voice. Because especially fit professional, like health professionals have a really hard time, like translating all the stuff that they know about anatomy and fitness and nutrition and consistency. Like that is like a dense language you all have and the things that you've known and studied. Marketing needs to be like for the fourth grader who's scrolling quickly and like, I don't have time to worry about my ligaments on Instagram. Like, I just want to know, like, do you have dumbbells? (laughs) Right. And so if you can start to just um, get onto paper into a Google document, some of the things that you do naturally say to new people or on the floor, then you'll be able to start thinking about what you can say on social media um, to still be an integrity, like you're talking about and bring that branding into the conversation. Yeah. You know, I've talked a lot about uh, features versus benefits and this kind of fits right in with that mm-hmm. too. It was like knowing why, you know, it, it, why something is important and being able to translate how you promote that at your, at your place, your, in your business, you know, whatever it. the business is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
For sure. So with that in mind and thinking about how can I make this simple? How can I make this clear, like a fourth grader knows what they're coming for, why they would come here, then you do want to start showing up consistently with clarity, connection, and credibility. Yeah. And one of like the biggest mistake, the biggest mistake is that people aren't consistent with this. They take the templates or they get inspired by Mitch's podcast and they start talking about some benefits and then they just stop. And if we think about your business being like a Starbucks, like Starbucks has their sign out every single day. We have coffee (laughs) and maybe you've got your sandwich board outside of your brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. But if your social media account isn't lighting up the lights most days, definitely take a break. Like, but think about that as that, like, it's your billboard. It's your sign. Are you maintaining it? Are you showing up consistently? And as much as it, your business is still going to run on relationships and people coming in the door. You want to have that energy right on your social media, almost like a business card or a billboard. So I guess I'm, I'm jumping around here. I feel like, but I I think I know what you're saying. Started (laughs) with this idea of like, just committing to doing it. Just start there. Like, even if that's all you just do, just do do something. something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I always talk about, you know, getting to the fitness side of things. When I'm talking to a client, it's about kind of what they call the least uh, effective dose. Yes, minimum so when, dose. Necessary. Yeah. So if you own a gym and you know you've dealt with a lot of business owners, I mean, we're you know gym owners are going twenty four seven, even before they've started this. So, what would you say is kind of a good least effective dose to get started on social media? Like how many times a week and kind of what structure? Okay. Well, this is a hack. I share with coaches and it's way harder for coaches. If you have an in-person business, this is really easy. So, and Mitchell, I love that you said like keeping this super, it's just like health. It's just like health. You wouldn't tell your client to be like, all right, you're going to use these three dumbbells, every single, like all that stuff. Like if we are going to keep it simple, it's about walking, getting your steps in every day. Mm -hmm. So can you commit to one of these two things? Could you a post a quote, like an inspirational quote? It could be someone else's quote. I'm not even telling you, you have to write it yourself yet. Could you just post or repurpose something onto your feed? We're talking about Instagram or onto your wall on post it on Facebook. Same with LinkedIn. Can you, can you just do something right? And then are there specific clients or are there specific classes or are there specific moments in the day that you can take a video of every single day? So this gym that I'm going to now in Mexico, dude is always videotaping us. I must have signed something in Spanish somewhere that he's just like, okay, this is what we're doing today. 7 a.m. Puts it on his story. And these are the things that I watched to be like, do they make you hold hands? Do they, you know, like, I was like, what's it going to be like when I get there? Yeah. You want to know what it's, yeah. You want, you want to make sure it's what you want. So letting them in. Right. Right. And again, build it just like we build any habit. What can you tie it to that you're already doing? So my coach, he calls himself here, right? 7am. I know that once we all get moving and jumping around, like he's drinking his coffee and he takes a quick little video, 15 second video and shares that. Mm-hmm. It's not, you don't have to overthink it. Where are places in your routine? What's a class or a client that you could just snap a photo of, start to show people what's happening on the inside. 
Mm-hmm. So you're saying almost like shape a path. So you, you make it just as easy on yourself as possible. Don't try to overthink something, make some long, elaborate video, just a little clip here or there is fine. Yes. Yes. Start there, start there. And then what I see happens is you get some good feedback and people mm-hmm. start liking it and your clients want to share it and your clients will say, Oh, tag me in that. Or they'll start to read. And this always happens. This is like law of attraction, right? Like yeah. take some action so you can get some feedback. And it feels good when people want to make a conversation or send you a message or say, wow, I didn't realize you had so many people in your class at 7 a.m., Mitch. Like that's amazing. And that kind of positive reward. Again, this is all like training. This is yeah. all healthy. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's all about um, consistency. Yeah. Yeah, it can set you up for wanting to explore more or wanting to go... Mm-hmm become more strategic. Okay. The other thing that I see a lot with, with gym owners is especially when they're fitting in. I mean, this is, and this is gets into everything about being a gym owner and nutri- it's like all the same stuff, like being a gym owner, being a coach, being a client, it's like all the same stuff, but all the it, cliches are true. It yes. really is. So <laughs> how, how would you respond? Say, say they start to put stuff, stuff on social media they're a week or two in, maybe they're not getting quite the results they want right away. Give us something to kind of keep them, keep, keep us inspired to keep going. Yeah. Well, this is where I would do one of, or all of three things, a gamify it, B delegate it. C, I don't know what the word is. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) build, build energy around it. Like the last one is about asking your clients to participate. So getting other people involved, you know, you know, in your gym that you have connectors, people who maybe do a lot on Instagram or know a lot of people. And this is about building those like strategic partnerships and business Uh, as a bigger marketing idea. But if you're starting to slow down, then Do you know people in your gym who are posting selfies? Can you, you know, talk to them, tag each other, do some of that, like asking other people to build some momentum because it is, if it's just you all the time, it's definitely easy to give up on it. So that's a third idea. The second idea is to delegate it. So do you have someone who opens the gym for you or cleans the towels for you that, you know, like I used to work at a gym in Sacramento and I would teach yoga, but there were high school kids who cleaned the gym every hour. And like, if I ran that, I'd be telling them, Hey, do something on our social media. I'll give you an extra 10 bucks a day or, you know, hire a social media manager or think of, again, those people that are already on your staff or in your community that might love a little weekly project to hold you accountable because the biggest mindset hack for marketing is to have someone else do it, to have some accountability, to not be the one always having to show up. And gym yeah. owners, you have so many other people showing up. It doesn't have to be your face all the time. Like a lot of people I work with are like, I can't do video. And like, then have someone else do it, like do other testimonials. Um, so who might be able to help you with it when you start to hit that plateau? Yeah. And then the first piece was about what? What did I say? I'm going backwards here. Um, something about it, delegate it, bring your community into it. Um, finding people, uh, kind of for lack of a better term, influencers within your client clientele and community to kind of do their own, do your own, do, do the tagging for you kind of. 
If you're listening, email me and I'll tell you, you can ask me what I meant by the first word I said (laughs) (laughs) and I'll answer you. But I think, I think the best way, the best way out of your own way is to get some support accountability and build a little, little team. Oh, gamify it. That was the first one. Gamify it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the same thing of like, I can, um, you know, like, okay, here's a personal example. When I was building my business, I would do five outreaches a day just to like grow my network, tell people what I'm up to. And if I didn't do it, I couldn't have dessert. And it was just this like <laughs> gamify thing of like, oh, you know, I really want dessert tonight. So I'm definitely going to get my five in. Mm-hmm. And so what are sort of the rules or the games you can play with yourself? I think gym owners are probably really smart about how to gamify things. Yeah. Um, thinking about that built-in self-accountability if you don't want to do the other two of bringing support into the effort. Yeah, that sounds great. And I think um, finding ways to keep it all sustainable is really the most important thing. Just like, again, just like going to the gym. I think, yeah, it, it all kind of comes together in that way. Because here's the deal. If you know the vision and if you want sales to be easier, just like if you want to be able to keep up with your kids, if you want to be able to keep up with your business and you want sales to be easier, watch what happens. If you commit to three months of showing up on social media, people will come in knowing more about what you do. People will come in wanting to talk about what you offer, not just driving by and being like, did they convert that ice cream shop into a playground? (laughs) Like, if, if you don't like doing sales, set yourself up for success and lead yeah. with all this clarity, connection, and credibility so that yeah. you can enjoy the result of people walking in the door saying, I already know what happens in these classes. I'm ready to pay for my month in full like yeah. I did. <laughs> like case study right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I've heard uh, different some actual good sales trainings talk about how the best sales training is actually... or the best sales work is actually done before they even walk in the door. If you need all these fancy tricks to sell someone, you're probably not doing your, your qualifications very well. And you're not doing your marketing very well. I'm so glad you said that because one of the unsexy opinions I have about social media is that it's not there to sell. I don't sell on social media. I build a brand. I build curiosity. I build relationships Sales still are going to come in conversation, like you said, Mitch. So don't put the pressure on yourself to have the perfect salesy post or outline the sale or whatever. Just start showing up, building real relationships like we talked about and watch that conversation get a whole lot easier. Yeah, that sounds great. So what is your, uh, I will, I'll put all your information in the show notes, uh, but if you just want to say it now and then I'll put it there as well. Yeah. So I hinted at some free templates that we have. If you jump over to dreamlifeisreallife.com slash freebie, you'll get instant um, sent to your email, those three templates that you can start building clarity, connection, and credibility. And then that's the website, dreamlifeisreallife.com. You can explore more of what we do. Check out my podcast, find me on the gram so I can see what you're doing in your gym. That's really the best jumping off point for listeners. Yeah, there's a lot uh, a lot on there. And they can contact you on that site. There's a contact page, I'm sure. Yep. Otherwise, I'm Hannah, no H. So I'm always forward, H-A-N-N-A, uh, no H at the end, at dreamlifeisreallife.com for continued conversation. I'm open to it. 
All right. That's awesome. I really appreciate you coming on today. Thanks, Mitch. (laughs) Wow, that was awesome. Uh, I want to thank Hannah once again for coming on and coaching us through all that today. That was a lot of really good info. You can find her site at dreamlifeisreallife.com. You can get those three standout social media posts to get you clients' templates that she was talking about at dreamlifeisreallife.com slash freebie or email her at hannah at dreamlifeisreallife.com and I'll put all that stuff in the show notes for you. Uh, And that's all I have for today. Um, If you have any questions about anything that we talked about here or anything else, just let me know by emailing me at mitch at mitchrothbart.com. You can also go to my website to download an ideal client tool with questions to help you figure out exactly who that is, as well as a time-tested sales page and email formula you can use to focus your message and get your prospects to call you, join your list, buy your product, or whatever else you want them to do. And if you need help with a welcome sequence, emails, blogs, web pages, or anything else related to copywriting, just drop me a, drop me a line. I can help. And lastly, if you liked what you heard today, please leave a review. It helps get the word out about our podcast. And if you have any questions about what we covered here or have any suggestions on what to cover in the future, please email me and let me know. Have a great day.